It really goes back to the idea of I am for you, that unconditional positive regard that we can offer to someone in a relationship where we are acknowledging like we're working together for our our common good. This is not an adversarial relationship where I win, you lose. This is, we are working together to build up our relationship. Hey, welcome back to Restoration Matters, where we have conversations around restoring relationships with God and others. I'm Nick Ramey, joined by Scott Lipman, Jen Thompson, Craig Thompson. Hey. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Today, we bring you an episode about banking. Banking. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a joke. You'll get it in a minute. This episode. They knew it was a joke because we all left. Yeah. The title probably gave it away. Oh, right. They see the title before we've even given them. Yes, because of the interwebs. Right. We had that revelation yesterday. Dang it. Today's episode is called Deposit and Withdraw. Craig, why is it called that? Well, the the premise really for what we're talking about today is that any interaction that we have with anybody at any time is never really neutral. And so those interactions are... Um, are either a deposit into that relational bank account, the proverbial bank account, or it's a withdrawal. And so really trying to think through the types of interactions that we have with each other and how to, how to be um, aware that when we are, when we do have an interaction, it's either a deposit into that relationship or withdraw. Mm -hmm. And so we want to be very keenly aware of when we're making a withdrawal and to to try to uh, reduce the number of times that that happens and to uh, to be ready to make some more deposits right after a withdrawal you know just yeah. like any kind of any kind of a bank account so it's helpful to, in these terms to think of the bank account as the relationship yeah like the relationship as its own entity connected to but separate from you and the other person right and you are making withdrawals into that relationship or deposits into. Yep. You are making withdrawals out from that relationship or deposits into yeah. that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And if you think about some of your strongest relationships, then you can, you can picture how those relationships can withstand a small withdrawal from time to time, mm-hmm. but a huge withdrawal over and over, over and over again, or even just one, that takes a little while to recover from. And so, I mean, really, what we're talking about is as things as as small and as minor as you know, running late, or or saying something that accidentally hurts somebody's feelings, or anything that that leaves that person with a negative feeling is. A withdrawal right and you might you might be thinking well wait a second so if we're supposed to avoid withdrawals we never want to create negative feelings well no no no. we're not saying to avoid withdrawals we're saying to recognize when an interaction is going to be a withdrawal and to be thoughtful and intentional around that interaction and even to be thinking about the fact that you know that withdrawals are inevitable because we're human and we're going to have things that come up. And so if you're thinking of it in this way, it really helps me to remember on a daily basis, oh, okay, I need to be making deposits in the trust mm. account so that when 
something comes up, which it will, there's something there to draw from. That's really huge. So not only being intentional with the withdrawals that are inevitable and that need to happen from time to time, but being as intentional with, okay, how do I make deposits outside of those times of, of inevitable withdrawal to make sure that, that the relationship is strong enough to withstand those interactions that are more uncomfortable. Cause you don't want to show up, try to pull out money. And there's no money there. And there's no money there. <laughs> it's not there. overdraft protection. No. There's no overdraft protection in relationship banking. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually even, I find this concept really hopeful because sometimes in relationships that are difficult, it can feel like a constant withdrawal. But if we are able to uh, kind of, you know, front load with, with lots of deposits, that's a really hopeful idea that Mm -hmm. instead of just being overwhelmed by feeling like I have to have this hard conversation, I know that it's going to weigh heavy on our relationship. It's going to affect it. If I'm thinking in the frame of mind of, I know that's coming. So I need to make some withdrawals and, or sorry, some deposits and really build up that bank account. Mm -hmm. It's really hopeful. Wait, so are you saying like you're expecting to do something bad and withdraw or I, I think I'm just saying that we know that, those things are going to happen. Gotcha. Right? Like I'm going to mess up. I'm going to I'm going to be late or I'm going to drop the ball on something. And so if I can be intentional to have a high balance in yeah. the bank account, mm-hmm. uh, the relational bank account, then it I just think that is able to cover some of those things that like come up. Like an unforeseen expense. Exactly. But that you know it's coming, for example, like a car, like mm-hmm. I should probably put aside money for my car. Because they are always going to depreciate in yes. value and also in wear and tear. Even like I'm going to need to buy new tires. Right. That's going to cost a lot of money. I think there are just things like that in our relationships. Yeah. And relationships that are in need of restoration are tend to be heavy on the withdrawal side mm-hmm. of things. And so so there's, there's the reality that... If, if there's a relationship in your life that is needing restoration, that it is probably overdrawn or that, yeah. that the, the theme is repeated withdrawals from that relationship. And what can, what can become the kind of the pattern is that we have this withdrawal ex- interaction and then we, we kind of say, let's get out of that interaction as quick as possible and just get back to regular normal. But regular normal isn't really making deposits necessarily. It's just maintaining. It's maintaining, yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like pulling money out of your account and then saying, "Well, it's okay. I'm going to get that, you know, 8 cent interest payment at the end of the month just for just for that account sitting there." Yeah. And you're never going to get back into a positive balance with that being the pattern. So I really liked what you were saying, Jen, of just we have to be making thinking through and making those intentional deposits on a regular basis in order to prevent us from getting into that rut of of negative balance what i what i'm hearing and i think maybe this is even more helpful is to say we need to develop a relational savings account 
Ooh, just to carry this uh, analogy a little further, right? Yeah. That there are constant exchanges in a relationship where you are you need you have needs and you are you know responding to someone else's needs, and I think what we're really talking about is building up your savings account where you're making deposits that are you're saving them away for a rainy day, and then when something comes up, you you don't it's not like you're totally overdrawn, mm-hmm. you have nothing there you can pull from that savings account. I think that analogy is really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm even just thinking about, about people in my life who have had a really good balance of that. Um, most of us would not like necess- an account balance or like a balance to left <laughs> to right, a, ba- a balance of, of, of the, the positive and really uh, constructive conversations. Gotcha. And then the difficult conversations and those those people are people that have had the most influence in my life are the people who who intentionally made deposits but then weren't afraid to have those conversations that might be withdrawals and i think i think distinguishing that there are there are difficult conversations that can be a withdrawal and then there are are there's oversight or things that are actually damaging so we would kind of categorize those in in the same in the same type uh, of of saying that they're withdrawals similar to you know you can buy a a new car which is a withdrawal from your actual bank account or you can damage you can repair your damaged home which is oh man that's also an expense in a withdrawal so kind of i don't know if that makes sense but but i'm thinking about those people in my life who were, were constantly making deposits so that if they ever messed up and they did something that actually damaged our relationship, there was enough relational equity there to say, it's okay. I know that you didn't intend for that to happen. But then they were also willing to say, we need to talk about this and it's going to be kind of a difficult conversation. And that's a withdrawal as well. But there was enough trust there and there was enough, uh, enough yeah, equity right. there to... To, to get us through that. Enough of a balance. There it is. Count balance. There it is. That is helpful when you also think about it in terms of the opposite of like, there isn't a huge savings or there isn't all of those small deposits there to back up any withdrawal. Yeah. Right. And so like you have a hard conversation, but then there's nothing. It's kind of like, well, I'm not even sure you have my best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. Like, do you even care? You know, and all those thoughts come up because you're like, there hasn't been any deposits like you were talking about when that happens well yeah. you can have a withdrawal conversation and it happens well because there have all been all those affirming words and all of that good stuff but without that it kind of turns into like wait are you are you trying to hurt me mm-hmm. type of thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you can probably think of one or two people in your life right now where when you see them or when their name comes up on your phone you you kind of go oh no this is gonna, this is gonna hurt. Kirk. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe it's me. <laughs> no way. We all have those people, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. We all have that person. Oh hey, vigorous nodding is taking place in the studio right now, and everyone's awkwardly looking at me. Just kidding. Um, yeah, but but you know where that you just have somebody in your life where it is. It's really it feels really taxing. And to, to interact with that person and 
that's an indication that that relational account is in the negative. And there's only so much that you can do about that, but our challenge would be to, to try to lead in that. How are you, how can you start to make deposits? And, and as difficult as it may be, if that, if that account is big time overdrawn, those deposits that you're making may still leave you with a negative balance for quite some time until you really get to a point where, okay, the deposits are actually helping this relationship to be restored. What's interesting is sometimes we don't know if we're depositing or withdrawing from conversations or from any conversation they're having within that relationship. And so there's probably a lot to talk about there in terms of like, what would like, how would we find out if we're withdrawing? Cause I may really enjoy having a hard conversation. Like, wow, that was great. Like mm-hmm. I got a lot out of that. I feel like we made movement and, but the other person is like, that was, I'm so glad that's over. Mm-hmm. And I hope we don't do that ever again. Yeah. You know? And so then you have this interesting place of like the books aren't balanced, so to speak. That's really good to recognize. <laughs> <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, Let's, well, because that's so not how a bank account works, right? Right. You can't pull out a thousand dollars from your bank account and go, oh, I, to me, that was a deposit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and so, so recognizing that this analogy isn't uh, as clear as your bank statement. We don't walk around with, with numbers, you know, on our foreheads that, that tell us where we stand with each person in our lives. Yeah. So how do we find out? If we are withdrawing or depositing, like if we don't know concretely, what's a good way to find out? One way that pops in my mind is just how we're always talking about communication, signposting, asking, paying attention Mm -hmm. and trying to see how things are being received. I know for me, you know, we can like a difficult conversation. It just, I just want to go to bed at the end of it. And so I think that that, for someone who is having a difficult conversation with me, um, <laughs> that person, someone, that person <laughs> at this table. <laughs> no, but it's true of anyone. But I mean, you but know, particularly if someone. Any, if there's any, like, if something comes up uh, with Craig and I, let's say, and we have a difficult conversation, I just want to go crawl in bed. And so Craig has gotten really good at realizing what is a deposit or withdrawal in that moment. And so I think a lot of it is communication and paying attention and actually trying to be like, this isn't just about me and what I think is a deposit or a withdrawal right now. It's about me tuning into you and figuring out how are you hearing me? And in order to do that, I think we have to get good at asking. Yeah, no, that's key. And that's a really good way to think about it too, Jen, is because if you're, you have to think about in terms of how can I deposit, because I may be getting a deposit from a hard conversation, Mm -hmm. but the other person may not be. And so then at that point, you're no longer depositing into the shared relational account. You're depositing into your own separate checking account, Mm -hmm. which is not helpful for the relationship. And so thinking about it in terms of like, oh, how can I then, if this is a deposit just for me, well, how can I make it a deposit for the relationship? instead of a withdrawal for the relationship and just a deposit for me. Mm. And that's a really good question to be asking. And to ask the other person of like, hey, what do you need in this situation? Like, is this helpful? You know, and that's a good 
way to find out if it's not. It's like, oh, well, how can, like, Craig, you've gotten good at realizing how Jen needs to talk about things or when or timing or any of that stuff. It really goes back to the idea of I am for you, that unconditional positive regard that we can offer to someone in a relationship where we are acknowledging, like, we're working together for our our common good. This is not an adversarial relationship where I win, you lose. This is, we are working together to build up our relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're quiet over there, Scott. You guys have so such I, good things to say. <laughs> um, I, it might, it, it might be you. Good. one thing. Um, it might be good as we're kind of, sort of rounding out the discussion to talk about what are some examples of deposits you can make because it's easy to make withdrawals. Um, that's kind of what happens to us all the time because things are difficult and life's difficult and you have difficult conversations or you do things that know each other. Um, but I think maybe some people might be thinking, okay, I want to make more deposits. What, what can I do? Like what are some ideas? Can I get a job? Just kidding. <laughs> no, that's a really good question. And a big I think that the great place to start is really listening and trying to understand what that other person is saying or doing. What are their actions telling you would be a deposit? Because it's not universal. And so what may feel like a deposit to you may feel like a withdrawal to somebody else. Yeah. And there's, it's a very specific type of listening we're talking about. We're not talking about a listening to prove wrong or a listening to further your idea, it's a listening to understand. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. The five love languages, I think, are a great resource in this area to understand that people give and receive love differently. And so there's, you know, sometimes, and it can even vary in seasons, but there's different ways. So for some people, acts of service are huge. For some people, words of affirmation are huge. There's all different ways. Quality time, physical touch, I think the five love languages is a great resource for that. Yeah. Google that if you've never heard of it. Yeah. Look it up. There's lots of resources. You can even take a little quiz on the website right there. Free. Find out what your love languages are. One that comes to mind for me is not so much something that you do, but thinking about how you can give the other person a break or extend some rest, um, which might just be recognizing what the withdrawals are and not doing that for a period of time. Yes. Is it, you can probably tell what types of conversations you get agitated about or after you bring this up or this happens in your relationship, things are kind of cold. Mm-hmm. Um, pay attention to those things and just step back from those and give rest. That's so good, Scott. Like sometimes the best deposit is just not making a withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop spending. Yeah. Yeah. Spending freeze. Yeah. <laughs> And that's really good because especially with, with people that you are in, in a negative pattern with the, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking about, um, you know, if you were, if you were to be overdrawn in your account, then the bank's going to start sending you notices and emails and letters and all the things to say, you owe us money, you owe us money, you owe us money. And it can feel, it might feel like to that person, okay, well, there's no hope. I just, I really kind of need to close this account and move on. And to, to, to stop those notices from going out. If there's an issue, I'm just thinking, you know, a lot of times parents will tell us that there's issues. Um, 
that are ongoing. Oh, well, my son plays video games all day long. Well, your son probably knows that you don't like that. And maybe they just don't really see a path forward for how to, how to get that relationship back into a positive balance. And that when, when you're in the position, whatever the situation is, of just constantly reminding that person of something that they're doing that is bothering you, they might just kind of view that as that email saying, you're overdrawn, you're overdrawn, you're overdrawn. Yeah, I know. And I don't really know how to get back into positive balance. So I'm just going to pretend like those statements aren't coming anymore. And so taking a rest from that can be really, really transformational for that relationship. Yeah. That's a message for the bank too. (laughs) Give it up. Stop sending those notices. Also asking specific questions like, Hey, how can this conversation, how can we have done this conversation in a way that would have been more helpful for you? Yeah. Those questions give that person space and invitation to speak into that, or maybe they don't feel comfortable to speak into that, or they don't know they have the invitation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, dialogue for sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, what would be life giving this weekend? Mm-hmm. You know, is there something that we could go do together? Even, I mean, and this can be kind of, kind of strange too. But even asking them about things that they, you might assume that they don't want to talk about. Um, or that they don't want to, that they, that, I don't know. I think that, that there's oftentimes a lot of assumptions that are going on. And so even just saying, you know, tell me about your friends, even if they're the friends that I'm telling you not to hang out with, you know, tell me about them. Why do you like hanging out with them? You know, I'd love to know. And that can be, that can be something that is sensitive. Why, why are you asking about my friends? <laughs> but it can also just trying to open up some new pathways in those relationships to say what we're doing has created this rut and we need to get out of this rut. And so I have the opportunity to, to lead in that just like the other person does, but somebody has got to go first. And so what are some, what are some ways that we can do something different and maybe just difference is going to lead to deposits. Yeah, that's good. Tune in next week for some more financial advice from Restoration Matters. Yes, yes. All of these things are are hopefully good relational advice, probably not so good financial advice. You want to have a really uh, heartfelt conversation with your bank, you know, stop talking about the overdrawn. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. I'm curious to hear about your CDs. <laughs> Um, but thanks for joining us this week we hope that these podcasts are a source of hope and we would love to hear from you if you have any comments or suggestions for topics in the future you can always reach us at podcast at rocksideranch.org and we want to encourage you that if you are in a process of relationship with someone in your life it can feel hopeless it can feel discouraging at times but we really believe that the time you invest in restoring relationships is worth it so stick with it And we'll look forward to seeing you again next week on Restoration Matters.